Uh, life is always challenged for, for all of our listeners. And this past week, uh, one of the mainstays of Dom Day, Steve Monroe, that'd be Mike Minow. His father uh, passed away. Jim Monroe, uh, after a lengthy illness, uh, died peacefully in Guelph. And so we certainly dedicate uh, this show in, in Jim's honor. Uh, he, was, uh, he was a great man and uh, certainly very welcoming to, for all of us uh, into their home. So um, rest in peace to uh, Jim Monroe and uh, certainly thoughts and prayers to, uh, to Minnow and his family and also to Glenn Monroe, Min's brother and uh, his family as well. So we just uh, wanted to mention that to our viewers. Thank you. We're off for another episode of Dom Day Tales. This is episode 11, and I am Justin. And as always, I'm joined by my esteemed co host, the brewmasters of Brewhaha, the Sultans of Slander, Donnie, Cote, and Babe. We're also joined by our brilliant executive producer, Dizzy Patterson. He's got his cooler cracked, and the beers are on ice as always. Gentlemen, we have a major show lined up today. How do you feel if we jump right into it and bring out our first guest? Excellent, Justin. Excellent. Let's get at it. Who we got tonight? Who we got tonight? <laughs> he is the winner stiff? of what stiff have we got tonight? Oh, this is a big guess. Let me let me tell you that, Cote. He is big the winner as, of big as in Lil or big as in getting there famous or <laughs> 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 actually Lil's looking really good. All righty, guys, you can hear him. He's our next guest. He's the winner of nine Dom Day championships, including six as skipper of his own Dom Day franchise. He won the first ever Worst Coach Award in Dom Day history and add to that two silver bricks and a Mup Cup. He's calling us collect from his dorm room in Maidstone. Please welcome to the show, Full Boat, Full Boat, Full Boat, Alistair McRae. Mr. Gullible. Yeah. <laughs> Al, All welcome right. to the show. How are you doing you. this week? Uh, I'm doing great. It's, it's quite an honor to be on this with you guys. That's fantastic. So why don't you tell us, Al, what have you been up to over the last little bit? Uh, I've been taking care of my mom and dad. Um, and, uh, you know, quite happy and quite honored to do that, too. They're, uh, they're hanging in there. And uh, I'm uh, doing all their legwork for them. Are they in, are they in Rexdale still, Alistair? No, no, they live in Burlington. They live uh, okay. about five minutes away from me, so I'm able to to get over there and see them every day. And and whatever needs they have, whatever concerns they have, I uh, I try to take care of. That's good. good. So you were That's able funny. to be able to get in and see them through all this bullshit. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm their primary caregiver. Um, Gordy Fuck and I are. Uh, I'm surprised they're alive. I'm surprised they're alive. Yeah. Corp said he was a <laughs> Corp said he was a main caregiver. No, yeah. Gordy's Gordy's secondary. He's always been secondary. Gordy, Gordy's living in Cambridge in his bubble, but he's uh, he's in contact constantly with the with my parents. So I just um, worried who the fucking banker is. I've got the bank cards, if you can believe that. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, no, they're uh, like I say, my dad's doing pretty good. My mom's not doing so good, but uh, no, um, what's wrong? No, she's got uh, COPD and and she's just uh, um, re- reclined herself or re- decided to stay in and not go out anymore. And, mm. and uh, so they uh, they haven't got a car anymore. They had their car stolen out of their parking lot of their condo Jesus. Uh, back in February. So we decided not to. Uh, to uh, get them another car did gordy get so, it back yeah <laughs> we found it in hamilton the, the police found it in hamilton about two weeks later and it was it was a mess so people had been living in it and it was smashed up and it was it was a write-off so that's yeah uh, that's justin i see our executive producer is oh, trying to signal us about something there what the fuck's well, going on well i think we're we're done with all the cheery news. It's yeah, yeah. To, let's let's get into the to, meat. Time to, time to kick this thing in. I, I think we need to get going. Besides, here. Dizzy looks like he's no. combed his hair with a I, stick of dynamite. And we got something <laughs> else working. And we got something is else working. Who is that? Who's who's joining? Oh my god! He's the winner of 10 Dom Day championships. He's the only player in Dom Day history to have won the brick, the mop, the block, and the worst athlete. He is one of three remaining 42-year men in the tournament, and we're told he is currently logging on onto this call using his neighbor's Wi-Fi. You knew we couldn't have Al without him. Please welcome to the show the guy in gray, Gordy McRae. Woohoo, Gordy! Uh, 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 uh. Tell your wife to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I, I never like it when we have guests that need helpers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got to stop having the over fifty crowd, Gordy or uh, Donnie, for that time. Short arm McRae, fuck. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be getting a, a whole hour's worth of those <laughs> yeah. shots. How are you doing, Gordy? Very good. Good to hear. Just came back from the barbers, and I asked for the uh, the Babe Patterson. Yeah, it's a, it's a common one now. Yeah. It is. It's, a, it's on page seven. <laughs> a lot of guys have enrolled in the uh, Chevy Civicus uh, physical physical fitness classes. So uh, I've been, I'm doing a Zoom tomorrow morning with Chevy. We're gonna we're gonna boil it up together. <laughs> Zumba. Zumba. Well, guys, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. Um, we've got a lot to cover. Um, I'm told you guys have done one or two things throughout the 43, 42 years of, of Dom Day. So we're going to hopefully cover off at least one or two of those things on our list today. But maybe, guys, we, we start from the beginning, Dom Day 1. My understanding, obviously, we know Gordy McRae, you're a 42-year man. Um, Al, Al, we know that you were also a original member of Dom Day 1. So, Al, why don't we start with you? Um, how did you get in, first get into Dom Day? Well, uh, I was lucky enough uh, to have friends uh, uh, that uh, um, were instrumental in developing this, and and I just happened to be along for the ride. Uh, it, um, it was um, developing friendships with with Donnie and Pete and and Bobby uh, late in high school, um, and Lil, and uh, um, we just were a competitive, uh, fiery group of guys that. Uh, uh, would gamble or, or bet or, or do anything, um, um, to compete. And, uh, and Pete, uh, when it wasn't lying, when he said that, uh, 
that uh, the the early Dom days were ferocious, uh, and uh, they were uh, they were something to behold, and and guys who were very serious about it, um, and uh, uh, it was just a treat to, to be part of it, uh, and to watch this thing develop over the years, um, and and again, like I said earlier, I'm just honored to be a part of it, and uh, to be lucky enough to have the the friends that I had uh, over the years, and. Uh, and just be a part of this uh, wonderful, wonderful situation. Al, we, Al, we were trying to figure out there. We were, you know, on that first episode or second episode, we were drawn back to Dom day one and we were trying to figure out why you weren't a coach in the first one. Do you remember? Cause you were there. I, I think, yeah, I think uh, 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 both me and Lil blew it off. And I think Chuck wanted to blow it off too, but there, you know, um, again, having not had a strong baseball background, um, we, we and, and, and it did just the competitive nature of the group. I think, uh, I probably was a little intimidated and, uh, and, uh, after the first year though, I, I jumped full, you know, both feet right into it. I, I saw that, uh, that I should be one of the leaders or should be a coach and, and then therefore, you know, stood up in the second year and, and haven't looked back. But, uh, yeah, I just think it was, uh, just a little apprehension, you know? not sure where they're, where we're going to go with it. And, and, uh, and um, just went with that. I just uh, think I turned it down just for that. I think the same thing. And then you realized a fucking monkey could coach. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you're right. Okay. Because I I do believe the, uh, I I do believe you had a team. So exactly. You're right. I'll start a shit. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, so Gordy, what, what about you? Obviously we, we hinted uh, to it off the beginning. Um, when we talk about the great athletes at Dom day, the, the 42 year men, there are three left, the pinnacle of athleticism, uh, yourself, Huffy and Casey Patterson, you know, the guys as a kid's growing up, you're like, God, those are athletes. Um, what, what, what got you into this tournament Gordy and kept you going for 42 straight years? Well, uh, unlike the rest of them, I really didn't give a shit. And uh, <laughs> Al said he needed extra guys. And I said, yeah, I'll play it against your bunch and beating them would just, you know, make my day. And and so, Gordy, in, in year one, were you wearing the gray sweatpants? Probably. Probably? <laughs> yeah. And the moon shoes. <laughs> when you have skin like this you can't expose it to the sun too much well well gordy i think that's one of the questions some of the young guys were wondering is do you actually have legs under there or what's what's going on yes i could show you but i'm right now i'm a little busy i'm doing the jeffrey tubin but uh, <laughs> i'm not going to show Put you my pants legs on. no please, no, please. We're, we're good gordy <laughs> but those those sweats are like legendary right so i i i think you had them i and you can tell us but i you had the same pair for shit decades right or 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 am i mistaken i mean yeah they were uh i I slid twice and i had to get kim to sew them uh but yes they went for decades yeah and and some of those 90 90 degree or whatever the fuck you guys call it now 30 degrees plus days uh it didn't you matter. The, you had the sweats on. I mean, didn't it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he went Without under the, the tent. 
Right, without the tent. And then the, the tent came along. The tent came along and he would occasionally slip them off for a little bit of <laughs> <bit> the shade. <laughs> oh, God. He pulled them down so Tink could hose him down with a spray. Drawing back to, to Dom Day One. So who did you come in with? Like when you came in to play, were was was double K with you? Yes. Like okay. And who else? Like, um yeah, I think it was just double K at the time. Okay. A lot of my buddies didn't feel like playing ball. And uh, it would be like Al would say, we're short a guy or two. Uh, you got any buddies that want to play? And Kevin lived up in that neck of the woods. Jeff, uh, did he live on Jeffcoat? No, uh, just off of Jeffcoat. And uh, I'd give him a ring, say, we're playing at such and such park. Meet you there. And he said, sure. Yeah. And then he started playing regularly. Yeah. And, did, and he played in Dom Day 1 too, right? I believe he, so. Yeah. So, many, so he would, he would have met. Well, he was there probably for the first decade anyways. Yeah. yeah. He played on Gallagher girls, didn't he? Yeah. The first he year. was a good player. He was oh, a, good, he was a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Good shit, you know? And, uh, but then, you know, the, the other thing I think of too, is just, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, the, all the heckling and everything. Right. So back to, <laughs> You know, when, when uh, I think you may have been, you and Bobby were like the originators of it, right? Just standing there on the sidelines. And well, I think it was my cackle and his right. comments. Right. As soon as right. you heard the cackle, you know, oh, no. And, and, and I want to say something about that, because Pete mentioned that the other day that uh, that uh, Bobby got under his skin a lot. Well, Bobby got under everybody's skin. And I mean, he he particularly picked on me. And I don't know if Donnie will agree with the other or not, but he <laughs> was vicious. He wasn't he was, the only I was, one. I was in left field and <laughs> Gordy and Bobby were right there. And they watched me like a hawk and ripped me to shreds every single <laughs> inning that I was out there. It was nonstop. Well, they, it wasn't just you, Al. <laughs> no, I know. But it felt like that. <laughs> no, it just... It was like they were. It was like they were a tag team over there. Oh, know? it was like just was, relentless. They just operated <laughs> in the an elite style, and, oh. uh, and you know, sometimes you're out there playing a game and you're doing whatever, and you're, you're like trying to hold the laughter in. Oh yeah, you know, and you're trying to show them that you don't hear it. Uh, <laughs> well, you can't help it. Eight right? feet away from you. Right, and they're they're just barking at you. So. <laughs> and, so so did any of this ragging, I guess, for you guys, when would have the rumors around you guys being cheap guys started? Babe, would that have anything to do with a men cup at Lambton? Uh, that was part of it. I think, uh, Al, that was probably your biggest payday ever. Uh, <laughs> you had the men <laughs> cup and you, you're going to have it somewhere and you couldn't get it in the ice because the ice was like 140 bucks, but you were dividing it by whatever and charging everybody 10 bucks. And we must have had. 40 guys come to Lampton and it was a last minute decision. And I think the ice was like 60 bucks. And so guys are going, well, when are we getting our money back? And it was never coming back. It was right in the McCray vault. Right. I, I don't quite remember it like that. Babe, oh. but no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you've got it down in black and white. <laughs> so guys, you know? was it the story though, that you guys went to Weston arena originally, or it was booked there and, it was Donnie. Is that right? Yeah. I, I, I remember us all showing up at Weston arena and the doors were locked. Yeah. You know, so we, we just scrambled and I don't know, yeah. somehow we found ice. We, and again, we didn't have phones in the cars. We didn't have cell phones, whatever. So I'm not sure how we found the ice. 
you know, I'm I guess we got a got on a pay phone or something and just just started looking at look a phone book. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, you know, I remember all of a sudden, okay, guys, we're heading to Lampton and we just bolted down down to yeah. Lampton Arena. Where where was Lampton Arena? Anyway? That's what I was wondering. That was Dundas uh and Scarlet Road area. You know, if you go yeah. along Dundas past Scarlet Road, you got to kind of go up a hill, the Lampton area and Lampton so, Arena was back so, up in there. Right so by the we, golf course. So we probably would have been at Weston Arena for like a 7 p.m. slot or whatever. The doors were locked. We found Lampton and somehow got on the ice maybe by what, 830 or I don't know. And uh, found the place. I don't know how guys got there. We didn't have GPS or whatever, you know, so it was just, uh, you know, I go hang a right, go down two lights, hang a left, go down about four miles, hang a right, you know, this and that, whatever. But somehow we ended up at Lampton, which was a nice sheet too. Oh yeah. If I remember, you yeah. know, and uh, I think it wasn't we, quite like Saranac Lake, but it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a clean story sheet. for another day, Alistair. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah. I think we, the X Men, kicked the shit out of the Ten Men that night, if I recall. Babe, do you have any recollection? <laughs> I, I do remember that. I don't think Al played. I think he was too busy counting money. Yeah, counting, <laughs> counting, <laughs> counting, the, counting the 140 bucks I made or something, Babe. Right? Yeah, he was in the bathroom stall doing the uh, Jeffrey Tubin. On the money, <laughs> Al had to figure out a way to pay for Dom Day. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. All righty, guys. So we're gonna move on. Um, so we've had uh, obviously for you, uh, Gordy and Al, we've we've done a few of these. Not all of them have gone to air, and we've had various different self-proclaimed Dom Day legends on so far. And the thing that excites me about having you two on is, you know, we had. We had Buff, we had we had Woodsy, and uh, you know Howie, a bunch of guys with Dom Day teams that, for whatever reason, they never drafted me. Um, and we don't need to get into why that might have happened. But I actually did get the opportunity to play for both the Dumac Dogs and the Grays. So the first two guests that we have on here that I've actually played for. So my question is more anecdotal. I mean, in in Dom Day 32, I played for the Dumac Dogs. I won my first Dom Day championship, won the Mup Cup. Probably one of the the highlights of my Dom Day career. Was this the next... on the fucking uh, agenda? This yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Give me a moment here, Donnie. Okay, all right. I don't recall after, it. But go after, ahead, Justin. Yeah. After after that year, um, after that year, Dom Day thirty two, I go and play for Gordy McRae on the Grays. We go O for. Uh, my family says might be the worst Dom Day I've ever played in. I think I probably went O for at the plate as well. So I guess, Al, my question is for you. What makes you such a better coach than, than Gordy McRae? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm a better coach than him. Um, I just think that uh, the Dom days, uh, you know, the luck of the draw for Dom Day. I mean, he, the Grays were obviously a terrible team you were on. And, uh, and uh, in, the, in the year that you were on my team, we were a championship team. I think the year that you played on, uh, for me, I think was the year that Kenny Marook won his first Dom Day. And That's I correct. think Eric Niskanen won his first Dom Day on that team too. And uh, I, uh, I remember we did have a very good team and we were very motivated to, to get uh, uh, Kenny Maruk his first win. And I'd forgotten that, that I hadn't won yet. And of course you hadn't won yet either. So we had uh, three players that won their first Dom Day that year. Okay. You got another tissue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, Donnie. Donnie, we're about oh, to... I'm is no, no one really cares. No one gets <laughs> a flying That's spot. right. Well, Kenny, well, Kenny Maruk, he's a nice guy, but he is a bad baseball player. <laughs> Well, he, struggles, he struggles for 29 years to win this thing, Cote. You won it. <laughs> yeah. You won it your first year. 
Yeah, two. First two, didn't you, Cote? Yeah, yeah, he did. He's, he won it two in a row. Yeah. So Justin, talk about my question. Sorry, to you, Jack, yeah, babe. Did you wear the same jersey for both years? Yeah, yeah, they were uh, reversibles. The outside was the dog, <laughs> and the inside was the grays. <laughs> <laughs> And don't worry, Donnie, uh, I know tonight we're supposed to talk about Dom Day 9, which is uh, your first Dom Day championship. So we'll, we'll need to keep the tissues out to discuss, uh, discuss that one in a few seconds. I was on that team. Yeah, it was, it was your team. So. <laughs> after, he, after he got his face destroyed. <laughs> no, no, that was, that that was, was way before that. Was way, that before. way before that? Okay. Yeah. But anyhow, so jump back to Dom Day 1 again. And so... Gordy and Al and Cote, you're all on on the red machine, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. And uh, and uh, playing for the legendary Dick Delmer, moving you around like chess pieces, watching every movie. <laughs> and uh, it was very but, fucking serious. Yeah. But how, how was that? And what, what are your recollections, Gordy, of that first year? Like, uh, Al said right off the kickers is Pete's very, you know straight to the point type guy that uh, he wants you to be this. He doesn't want you doing that and this and that. And of course, uh, you know, where's the drink? Where's the joint? Fuck him. I'm not listening to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and away we go. Um, but uh, we won in spite of Pete, in my opinion. <laughs> Exactly, because yeah. we went and tore it up at the party, right, Gordy? That's right. That is correct. Shift in at, at Bobby's place and still showed up and kicked their ass. And uh, Al, were you? Were you? Who was the first? Who was Pete's first choice? You? Al? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And wow. then who was second? Cote. Cote. Yep. Yeah. So Pete perceived you as better than Cote at that. Point. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Tony Salucci after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how far down how, how far down the pecking order was Gordy? Gordy was five or six at least. He was down there. <laughs> so he's he's held his draft position all these years. I think he's still he has round. not gotten any worse or any better. He's been the same since year one. Well, he's, <laughs> he's he, I think Gordy's fluctuated from what as high as third, Gordy, probably third round pick, maybe. Uh on a on an over team, yeah. I've been a third. Yeah. And then down <laughs> yeah. Down to about six, maybe six rounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's about it. That's pretty steady, you know. Others, uh, other guys on the show here have been all the way from one through eleven. Yes, so, I, I strive for mediocrity, yes. and and sometimes I attain it. Yeah, <laughs> except with your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. Al, Al was was uh, was Pete, uh, you know. Was Pete hard to play for? Easy to play for? I mean, you guys uh, were the it, best buds. Yeah, so. we were yeah. we were friends. Yes, yeah. I wouldn't call us best buds, but we were very good friends. And uh, no, it was easy playing for him. It was easy easy playing this tournament. Uh, it was it was just hard uh, to play a position where you were close to Bobby Brandt or Gordy McRae, and you weren't on their team. If you were on their team, that was fine. <laughs> but uh, no, it's. Uh, Dom Day was, uh, you know, to me was is like like everybody said it was so infectious, the camaraderie and the friendships uh, and the ragging just mixed. It, it was, uh, um, and we were very tolerant of each other, and uh, uh, and that was that was awesome too. And because there was a lot of guys that you know were pretty crazy and did some pretty wild things. I mean, you know, I don't want to 
you know, talked about stories, but I can remember uh, Pete telling Cote to throw, you know, Sleepy, uh, you know, through the through the <laughs> through the bushes and at that townhome party. Remember, he slipped. He, <laughs> he slipped. slipped. He slipped. You went up and grabbed him and threw him by his throat. <laughs> he, had those, he had those candy. He had those candy striped pants on. And oh, oh, those were a treat. A yeah, yeah. Those, those he still could fit into them. The place. oh yeah. I, I uh <laughs> that was at Bobby's place. No, that was at yeah. the uh that was at, at the, the townhome. Uh, yeah, the townhome, uh, right. I can't remember. I walked trail? from there. Was that where you walked through the screen door, Donnie, at the party? You're trying to get away. It was, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Gordy was the same way. He was trying to get away from Kimmy. So he yeah. he ran. <laughs> I was chased I was chased right out the patio. You guys, I didn't realize the screen door was there. We're always yeah, we're always the last guys to leave the party. So for, for Alan Gord, like we were saying, we've been talking about some of the Dom days through history. And in our last episode, we touched on Dom day eight with Woodsy, which brings us to Dom day nine, which was a Dumac dogs championship, um, which is one of the championships that we wanted to touch on as we kind of go chronologically through um, the tournament year over year. And, and as I said, that was a Dumac dog championship. They beat the boys in, in the final Um and it was Mike Donnelly's first Dom Day championship, as we talk about, you know, sentimental and get your your Kleenex out. Um, but there was a big trade. Um, Alan, I don't know if you remember this, where you acquired Mike Lilly, Pete Delmazzi, and Davey Burnett from the Slammers. Do you have any recollection of that trade? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know uh, who I, you tra- gave I traded I traded Pino, uh, uh, Chuck, and uh, uh, I think the Woodward kid. For those, uh, the, that was a six-player deal. That's a hefty ransom there, Al. Yeah, wow. and I and I ended up uh, winning. Ballsy, absolutely Very. ballsy. Yeah, that's uh, Pino, Chuck Gallagher. Yeah, and and the Woodward kid. And he was like in his first or second year or third year or something. Interesting. So he, um, but yeah, that was uh, that was one of the I guess the first real blockbuster trade that. Uh, and we haven't had many trades in Dom Day. Um, we went through a, a few years where we were trading when it got, it looked fashionable if you could make a deal. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that, uh, that to me, uh, I think was the, the biggest deal that was made. And, and it, it, it directly affected whether a championship was won or lost. So um, yeah, awesome. it was interesting. And another uh, l- little known fact about this championship was that I believe this was John Remick's last championship as a Remick um, because uh, I, I believe the next title he won, he was John Dennehy. Am I correct on that, babe? Yeah, one of the few guys to win yeah. under two different names, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he entered the uh, witness protection program. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, has anybody talked about the um, the mosh pit uh, um, Elmer Gantry type of speeches that uh, happened at the parties every year? No, no, nobody's uh, gone uh, there. <laughs> Donnie uh, would hold forth, and 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 it. I don't know when it started to really develop, but there was literally a mosh pit of guys standing at the foot of wherever Donnie was making his his speech. And we'd given out the, the hardware and, and all the girls wanted to dance. And you had Donnie up there and he was ranting about whatever food fucking food or whatever his <laughs> rant was. 
And he had like Gordy and Cote and all these, this, you know, Roscoe size, these disciples that were standing at the, at the base and just listening to every word he said. And it, they, they lived for it. And so you'd get Pete up there or Bobby or somebody and he would, they would go, okay, it's time to cut Donnie off. And of course, they sent me, their goon, to go take the mic off of Donnie at some of these parties because he was just going on and on and on and, and the guys were loving it. And so when I went to try and break it up, you had these guys turning on me in this mosh pit, like Cote and Gordy, all these galoots. And they would start hammering you, punching you, ripping your clothes off you. Gordy was on my pants. I had him down to my ankles in seconds, you know, because they got really angry when we tried to stop Donnie from his, his uh, end of the year speech. And he commanded them. He had the floor and they just <laughs> worshiped him. It was, it was unbelievable to see, but baby, you, you had to remember that. Oh, absolutely. Pits, and, and they all, and if you tried to break that up, you, you were, you were taking your life in your hands because Cote and Gordy and those guys, they were going to rip your heart out because they wanted to hear what Donnie had to say. The girls <laughs> didn't like it too much because they wanted to start to dance it. But Donnie got up there and he just started going on and on. And I could, I just, and a lot of it was magical. Like the food fucking food one was a magical one. And there was, there was plenty of other ones. And it, it just happened. And I don't know how it developed. But Sometimes it, he me, was inebriated too. To, to me, it was always something <laughs> that stood out about the Dom Day party. And then everybody waited for Donnie to get up there and hold court. And it was, uh, it was, a, it was wonderful to see. I had fond memories of it. That's hilarious. So, so guys, I have another question. Um, kind of going back to Dom Day 9. Um, and it's something I've heard of before, but I have no clue what the heck it means. Um, so maybe somebody could enlighten me, but it sounds like Dom Day 9 was the origin of an O-Tools inning. Um, what is an O-Tools inning? <laughs> Don, you want to kick it off? There was, there was a couple, uh, you know, I think that was the year that it started. And, you know, so we had the flags up on the, Actually, that would have been pre-flags. So we didn't have the banners up there, but I think we had like other banners, like just hanging on the fence and whatever. And I used to bring some from the restaurants and one was an O'Toole's banner. And then I don't know who it was, but I um, somebody got like three outs in an inning. Was an like Kenny Marook or somebody, didn't they? Yeah. They three and, out shots in the yeah. outfield or something. And, and I think the third one was right in front of the O'Toole's banner. So when we were on the videotape and taping the games, we were like, oh, there it is, the O'Toole's inning, you know, and you want a gift certificate, you know, $10 gift certificate, <laughs> whatever. And it kept going the whole tournament. It was yeah. every time somebody, you know, and they get one and then he get two. <laughs> you go, hey, he's going for the O'Toole's inning. And, you know, so the boy, oh boy special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, and then guys. we got we got one in the championship game, and I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was Rem got one in the in the championship game that year. We and it might have been to win the whole thing. It was a it was a big one late in the game. Um, so that was Tink, fun. Tink used to always get him because he'd wear that first baseman's trapper and he'd play <laughs> rover, right? Yeah, fucking grab it for everywhere. Like it was beyond illegal, but he he always got the O'Toole's inning. That's hilarious, guys. So we're going to pivot away from Dom Day 9. We're going to take one brief spot uh, before we put the Kleenex away. I know some of the guys wanted to ask Gordy the question, as he is one of the original Dom Day romances. Um, they were trying to figure out which Dom Day you met Kim at, Gordy. Keep this, keep this fucking shit. No idea. No idea? 
Uh, <laughs> Wolf's party. So what number is that? Four, three. 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 Al tried okay. to pet the tarantula. No, four, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> is it four? <laughs> yeah. I think. I think it was four. I don't care. Yeah, it's four. Um, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, can you bring Kimmy? Really... Is Kimmy there? Can we bring yeah. her in for the? <laughs> she would know. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> she must have. She must have been loaded. <laughs> That's quite possible. <laughs> and and for the the forty plus years since thirty plus years since constantly <laughs> drunk. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. She's a she's a beautiful woman. She is yes. truly yeah. beautiful. Oh, must be Gord, very patient. Jordy is very lucky to get her. Yes, a slight yes. drinking problem, but who I can live with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing you fought through that. Yeah. All these <laughs> slight compared to your drinking problem, Gordon. Yes, yes. All righty, guys. So we talked about this on one of our earlier episodes, but it's about Al's academic history and and his admission into Maidstone. Um, Al, we'd be interested. We we heard the story from Donnie's side of you. Um, but why don't you kind of run through Maidstones from from your side? No, he he pretty much nailed it, uh, and and my arrogance and 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 conceit got the better of me. That's for sure. But no, no, no you, I don't think you, so. When you, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, when you when you when yeah when you're uh, at a point in your life like that, and you get something, and you're just you're sucked in by it, and you, you know what are you going to do? Uh, I've had to live with it for many years and it's been uh, a good story to tell and, and it still is a good story to tell. Um, <laughs> but as Donnie says, I was a pretty good hockey player. And that's, oh, it. That's, that's the moral it. of the story. That is, that's it. You know what? I, I give you respect. That, that, that was my takeaway as well. Oh. The operative word there is work. No, it's pretty. The operative word is pretty. <laughs> but no, it's 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 just, it was just one of the many um, things that we did, and, and I was a part of it. And um, it's 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 a story that bears being told because uh, uh, it reflects of uh, uh, the people that we were and and what we did. So it's uh, just uh, one of the many stories that we have here. And it happens to be me that was the victim. The butt. <laughs> I, I've been the victim a lot, but that's okay. It's uh, all right now. Yeah. So, so we're going to take that and and pivot as we talk about hockey. Um, and it sounds like there were two leaf trips um, that the guys wanted to talk with you about. Um, I, I know Gordy's a leaf fan, um, and we won't get into what happened this year, Gordy, because we we don't have enough time on the show. I'm um, still on suicide watch. <laughs> But why, but why don't we start off with the Leafs versus Flyers in, in 1976? Um, who wants to we, kick us kick us off with what went on there? We, uh, we, we, the Leafs got into the seventh game against the Flyers. Um, and uh, um, I don't know who got some tickets, but uh, some tickets were gotten. And uh, I think 12 of us went, maybe 13. I'm not sure how many, but... Um, uh, I went down with a guy named Dave Weeks uh, in his truck, and then a bunch of the, the other guys went down in, in cars. And uh, <clears throat> Dave and I got down to Philadelphia, and we went uh, right to the Spectrum, and there was just a big, giant parking lot, and the Spectrum was there, and the Veterans Stadium was there, the football stadium uh, was there, and, and a hotel, the Hilton. And there was no other hotels around, so... Dave and I went in and got a room there and uh, all the other boys got a room across in New Jersey, I think, or whatever. Um, 
been in there. They were cheap hotels, obviously, or cheaper hotel. But uh, the hotel that Dave and I got a, a room at was where all the players stayed. So uh, all the Leafs were there, and uh, there was baseball teams there. I think uh, Pete, Pete Rose was actually there. I think his team was playing. I don't know if he was playing for Philadelphia or, or who he was playing for at the time, but I remember at the hotel, because all the boys came back uh, to the hotel, um, and we started mingling with, uh, with all, the, all the hockey players and, and, uh, and coaches and so forth. And so, Gordy, was, you were there, right? Gordy? No, I didn't make that one. No? Who else, Al? Uh, and there was Lil, Lil Pete, um, Sammy, uh, Billy Howe. Um, Bobby? There was, yeah, Bobby was there. Um, there, was, there. There was at least a dozen of us. Huffy, Huffy was there. And... Um, Al, how, so how, they, did you, how did you yeah. get, like... We actually tickets is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. We got tickets from the, the, the Maple Leafs when at the, at the Hilton, we actually, we had some tickets. I don't know who had tickets, but I know that we got more uh, just because we were mingling with the, with the GMs like, uh, and George Armstrong was there and, 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 and uh, Bill Hewitt was there. There was all these people that were, (laughs) they were there. And I don't know who got us the extra tickets, but um, we all got, we were, some of us were, um, I don't think, I don't know if anybody was in the lower bowl, but most of us were in the last row of the spectrum. And we ended up all of us sitting back there because they got hostile. The fans after the first period, we were winning two to one. They were fine. <laughs> after the second period, we're down five, two or something like that. Well, you're taking your life in your hands in Philadelphia. <laughs> so at the, at the end of the game, they made us stay in this, in our seats and they wouldn't let us leave the stadium because they thought if you go out of that stadium, you're going to get killed. And so we ended up waiting until the, the place was cleared. And uh, then we ended up going out, I think the player's entrance or something like that. They ushered us out. Uh, the players was Sid entrance. there? Was Sid there? Yeah, Sid was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, un- it was an amazing get, crew. It was some just, of the boys get inebriated. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was, it was crazy. Cause yeah, I mean, Pete was in heaven cause he was mingling with baseball players. I think he, he got Pete Rose's autograph or something. I don't know. What does he do at Dom day every year? Al, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't get beat up there. Well, we, it was, it was funny because uh, um, we were, st- we were in a, in a McDonald's and then Sammy asked for some vinegar and the, and the, of course the, uh, not the waitress, but then the server just said, excuse me, what'd you say? Like, so Pete goes, you know, get your backs together, guys. I'm not eating here. So Pete refused to eat there. And he goes, we're leaving. And so he goes, get, put your backs together. We're going to back our way out of here. But yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a great trip. Uh, we got killed. Claire Alexander broke his arm. Um, oh, man. The milkman. Yeah, the, the milkman broke his arm in that game. I don't know if it was Mad Dog Kelly or Celeste that carved him up, but uh, we ended up losing the game 7 2. Sith was invisible. Uh, so, that's hilarious. Yeah. And, and then there was another Leaf trip or another Leaf game, I guess. 1991 Leafs versus Canadians. 3 3 tie. 3 3 tie. Yeah. And who was there? Gordy, were you at that one? I oh, was. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you tell yeah. us a bit about that one? Um, the, the, besides the hockey and the fact that we were getting into Bernsey's kitchen, uh, the classic of all 
is Al coming back from a beer run. And we're second row behind the bench. And the people in the front row own the team. (laughs) And Al's spilling his beer on them. And they look back at us. And Al gives them the old, what the fuck wrong with you? (laughs) As he sits down. (laughs) That was probably the tipping point. So let me let me give you the background. Uh, on this, yeah, right? Donnie, so, lead us off. Go. So we, we decided to do a road trip to Montreal to watch a Leafs game. Right. And so so I got tickets and uh, and and I want to say Saul got some tickets, didn't he, Gordy? Saul uh, there was, was six. Them. There was six yeah. tickets and there was well, we, two in the corners. Chevy ended up talking to a, another group and didn't even go to the game. Well, no, I, think we, I think we had eight. I think we had our four that were yeah. up behind the bench and there was four more on the glass. In the right. Right. Yeah. So there's eight, eight guys. And I know. So you and Al and I and Bobby were, had the four uh, mm-hmm. behind the Canadians bench and we're up yeah. like five, six rows. Right. From the not even like four five rows. Yeah. So I got these tickets and we take the train down. Right. We took the yep. train down and uh, whooped it up on the Friday night, whatever. And then the Saturday we we go down for breakfast in the hotel bar uh, restaurant area bar. And we're sitting there. We have breakfast and whatever. And. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the person behind the bar rings the bell, ding, 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 and we're like, "What the heck is that?" And and she's like, "The bar's open." And we're like, Ooh, okay, so so we just folded up the breakfast stuff and we uh, ordered our first cold one, and which is eleven in the morning or maybe yeah. ten. I don't know yeah. what it was, but it never stopped. Had, no, we just we just kept going and going and going. Yeah. And so a couple of cool things happened that I remember was, <laughs> there, was there was one time when <laughs> Gordy and, and this is late, late in the afternoon. So <laughs> Gordy gets up and heads to the bathroom. Right. And uh, well, I guess this is just before we're ready to leave. So Gordy gets up and heads to the bathroom and then she brings the check over to the table. Right. And, and so, so we're all, we're all, you know, figuring out who's going to pay. And then Al gets up from the table and starts heading to the, to the bathroom. And and he must have said something to Gordy because the two of them both spin, <laughs> spinned and went to the bathroom. <laughs> and, and, uh, I had diarrhea, them. Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a classic. And then so we're in this we're in this bar the whole time, like the whole day. And then all of a sudden we've got to get up and and uh, and get to the game. And Chevy never came to the game. He no, stayed he, at the bar. Yeah. He, he met friends. He, yeah, he didn't want to. He didn't want to go to the game, and so, so we. And I don't know who else was there. So Chevy, Saul, the oh. three of us, Bobby, and I, there was two other guys. Yeah, I and can't I, think of. I don't know who was it was. Woody so, with you? No, no, I don't, no, I don't no. think it was Woody. Yeah, so, so anyhow, we go to the game, and we, you know, we go, we go in, we're fired up. We've been ready for weeks for this, right? Lee Tabs, <laughs> and we got, you know, we got, we got all the gear on, and we're walking in, and we get in these seats, and we can't believe our eyes. Like we're literally. Maybe it was three rows up or whatever. It oh, was yeah. crazy right behind the Montreal bench. And these are the days before the glass, glass separations yeah. or whatever. Right. And the players are there. And we're we are 100 percent go on the ragging like oh. from, the, from, the, from the get go. We're oh, like yeah. and Pat Burns was the coach of Montreal and we did not have a good team. They had the better team. Right. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. it was the dog days of the Leafs. And but we're in it. Like we're in it right from the get go, right? And Trabota and, and Lebeau at the end of the bench, yeah. right? Play them more. 
and so it was also it was a warm warm day so there was fog on the ice at some point so they had the players go out on the ice and skate around right and then it was Stefan LeBeau was on the bench, right? <laughs> and we're and we're barking at him. Little we're LeBeau. Like, yeah. Come on. Come on, Bernsey. What do you put, put another LeBeau out there? Because they had two LeBeaus on the team, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And the other guy was Savota, who was just killing himself. He, <laughs> he, he they were doing the bench play, babe, like you guys were in in uh, in, in Clarkston. Oh, you just had your head on the yeah. on the on the yeah. on the bench and you're wow. just, they're they're gassing Pe- themselves. Peter Savota. Like he should have been sitting with us. He was having oh, yeah. such a good time. Yeah, he was yeah. laughing at everything. All yeah. you could see is the shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all over Bernsey, right? Come on, oh, yeah. Bernsey. Come on, Bernsey. You got, got Sabota out there. Look at him. Yeah, He's ready yeah. to go. And you know the fog's cleared up. Yeah. Get him out there. We're three rows back. Right? Giving it to him. so end of the first period, they're like, okay, tone it down a bit, tone it down. We're like, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. We come bouncing back, and then Gordy, I forgot about that one. Al brought the beers back, and, oh, yeah. and the spillage and everything. <laughs> so then we, towards the end of the second period, Bernsey turns around and literally points right at us mm-hmm. and shakes his finger like this, yeah. and I, and he's mumbling something. I don't know what he's saying, right? Like this. And so the end of the second period, we get up and we're on our way way down to the refreshment to get some more beer, and they come up and they sort of they they escort us. They escort us out, right? And so the four of us. So we go to in the hallway there on the main level of the forum, and there's two like separate two, rooms. Yeah, two rooms across the hallway. Yeah. And at that point, it really looks like the corridor of Pine Point Arena. Like it's nothing yeah. fancy. It's just very, you know, right? Very, very, uh, very bland. And two rooms, and they put us both in rooms. So I'm in there with with me, uh, with me. Al. Yeah. Gordy Gordy's, and Bobby. Gordy's across the hall with uh, Bobby and they're separating us and they're they're coming and they start screening us like where'd you get interrogating these tickets? us yeah, yeah where are you guys from where'd you get these tickets what are you doing this and that or whatever and <laughs> I, I, I had got the tickets from the Molson company right <laughs> so so at that point it's starting to set in on me like uh-oh like we're in trouble here and Gordy's across the hall barking like he won't give him his name oh yeah oh my god <laughs> You get what the fuck are you talking to me about? Get out of here! I'm hammered. That's unlike you, Gordon. I've gi- I've given them nothing. You get nothing out of me. I got you the tickets. Fuck you! How'd you get in here? And Bobby's starting to quiver like we're going to jail. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after gee, probably a good 20, 30 minutes. In oh there, yeah. Oh yeah. And then they're finally, well, Mr. Burns has asked that you be removed. <laughs> That's what the he guy did, said. Donnie, he didn't like the, um, it, it was right after the incident when um, the coach of Buffalo was ripping at one of the referees about eating another donut. Schoenfeld. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, I said to Burnsy, you know, this is after we score and tie the game up. Look at that, Burnsy. Why don't you go stuff another donut in? <laughs> and that's what he turned at, isn't he? He's just like, and I go, look, it's tied. He's yicking at us. That's why you're tied. <laughs> he did not like that. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Did you guys say that you were actually in a skate sharpening area? Well, it, it just, it, it just it looked like, like it. it. Like, yeah, like that's like how it. big the room was. It was there underneath the, the stands there, right? Like that's yeah. what it would have been, yeah. babe. Yeah. The old it would have right? been, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, but but we were from the get go like we were full on like hundred percent 
ragging mood. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So we, we go to the bar across the street to catch the third period. And Al and I are just lit. And <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're fighting over who's going to buy the next beer and all. <laughs> so you, the, the you bouncer, must have been lit. Yeah. The, the bouncer comes by and he's he was saying, I don't want any fights in here. <laughs> we're brothers. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. That's hilarious, guys. No. So we so got Don, a third. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, so, Donnie, did they escorted you guys right out then? Oh, yeah. Yes. Right out the building, shut the yeah. Mr. Burns, wants, Mr. Wants Burns has asked that you be removed. So. And I guess Babe and, wasn't playing for the Leafs or Canadians to bail you guys out. Like no, thank God, thank God. And, and Gordy's like, well, you tell Mr. Burns to <laughs> oh, fuck himself. <laughs> oh, my God. But you got to, I mean, you got to uh, realize we're young at that point, right? We're only, yeah. what, 30 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're only 35, 40. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all righty, guys, we got a third trip to discuss, and I'll get Kote to lead this one off. Is a trip to Philly with, uh, I believe, Gordy was on that trip. Yeah, Gordy was on yeah. that trip. And so it, this was to go down and catch a couple lacrosse games. So um, it would have been Mike Woods probably playing for Albany, uh, and they had an afternoon game somewhere in down in Southern Pennsylvania. And I can't even remember the name of the college. So we leave St. Catharines early on the Saturday morning, Gordy, Trout, Woodsy, and myself go through it duty-free. I'm like case of beer, Woodsy, case of beer, Trout, case of beer, Gordy, two cases of beer and two bottles of Crown Royal. We're (laughs) like, okay, this is interesting. So we head down there and, you know, he's like, you know, early, ding dong there the scottish guy was into the travelers so part way down near probably corning new york we have to stop for gas pull over stop for gas get some food get back on the highway we approach the next exit and gordy's like woodsy pull over and we're like for fucking what gordy we just stopped he goes it's my turn to get gas <laughs> <laughs> and we just lost it. So then we go to the we go to the we, we go to the uh, we go to the hockey game or we go to the lacrosse game. And then Gordy Gordy gets into the Brown. And then we left the lacrosse game. And I can't remember what the score was. And so then we're heading to Philly. And that night it's going to be Flyers against Montreal at the at the new arena. And then the next day is the National Lacrosse League game in the afternoon. And we pull into a McDonald's and Gordy comes out with the largest Coke that you could ever purchase, proceeds to pour half of it on the ground and fill the other half up with Crown Royal. (laughs) So then we got there. Remember, we got I think we stayed at a Comfort Inn down by the water in Philly there. Yeah. And then we and then our friend who was involved with the Los Angeles Kings, we won't mention his name, got (laughs) some tickets through uh, a current player with the Toronto Maple Leafs, who's from Scarborough who was at one point with the LA Kings and also with the Philadelphia Flyers. And he got us tickets two rows behind the Philly bench. And by this point, uh, Mr. Young McRae there had had many Browns. And the, again, the ushers had to come to us and they're like, sir, could you please stop yelling? Cause he's yelling at Terry on who is the coach. And Gordy's comment back to the guy was, you're going to put me this close. I'm going to fucking yell. 
and he was annihilated. <laughs> I don't even know if we stuck around for the end of the game, but it was just like Gordy got into the brown, and he was a disaster. So that was uh, that was that was a classic one. The whole that whole Saturday was out of control. <laughs> Remember that one, Gordy? A little bit. That's all you should have remembered. No different than the stories. Hey, eh? Donnie, the time in Lake Placid where the girl at the front desk was missing a couple of chicklets and he asked yeah. her if she needed her apple started. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's going to be a whole episode. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and we, and we certainly don't want the listeners to get the wrong impression here, you know, because nope. uh, this wasn't a regular thing, right, babe? It was no, no, not especially not for Gorp. Not for Gorp. No. Yeah. Gorper, remember the times you guys came out to Calgary? Yes. And I, you helped us out a few times. I, yeah. Jesus, oh, I got man. liquored up there or something awful. Yeah. I think I stole one of your glass boots yeah. for beer. You did, you did do that. Yeah. Yes. But the one particular trip you had, you, Saul, and two other guys. I, I couldn't remember who the two other guys were because you guys would fly out um, yes. for 20 bucks and I'd give you tickets and you'd fly home for 20 bucks. Yeah. And I remember the one game. They these guys had never been to uh, I don't know if they've been to an NHL game, but you guys <laughs> came down. We were playing the Leafs and we lost, which is you know mm-hmm. rare back in the day. So Gorp's down there, Saul's down there. They got all their Toronto gear on. <laughs> and the guy goes to me. He goes, hey, "Can we go in your dressing room?" I yeah, said, with the, with your jersey go, on. Yeah, I go. Okay. <clears throat> I said, no. I said, you can go in the dressing room. You can't chirp anybody and <laughs> you got to keep your jackets on. You can't be walking around with all your leaf shit. Right. And I said, and don't say anything about Tim Hunter's nose. <laughs> right. So now we're in there, they're in there and they're like, oh, you know, they're gone. And they're pulling their jackets out, you know, to show the leaf thing. Nobody's looking. And I'm like, oh, it's just a nightmare. And so I'm going through. And so we come to the shower. Do you remember this Gorp? Well, with with Saul. Saul, yeah. Yeah. So we come to the shower. (laughs) Tim Hunter is in the shower. So all of a sudden, you know, (laughs) we're sort of ahead, and Tim Hunter shuts the shower off, and he looks at Saul and he goes, "What'd you say to me?" (laughs) Gork, say what he said. He goes, "I I can't remember." He goes, "Nice Nice penis." penis. Because he, he, he wasn't going to say anything about uh-huh. No, nice penis. Huntsy yeah. goes, <laughs> goes, thanks, turns the shower back on. I'm like, oh my lord. Like, it was just a fucking nightmare. And, and it, it felt like, I don't know, we probably spent, you know, 10 minutes in the dress room, but it felt like an hour oh, yeah. trying to get them all. And then the guys are going after the, you know, the drinks in the fridge. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. That was classic. Oh, man. That's hilarious, guys. So as we kind of get close to uh, winding it up, maybe I'll give both Al and Gord a chance um, to, if there's anything that we haven't talked about that they'd like to bring up. So Al, I'll start with you. Maybe uh, one of your (laughs) memories that we haven't discussed. Um, Anything on your mind? No, I I, I emailed you the other day uh, um, uh, regarding the LaBear. Because I don't think the guys knew where the origin of LeBear came from, and it was a it was a game developed by Casey and uh, and Bobby and myself down in Austin, Texas, when Casey and I went down to visit 
we went out west. Uh, Donnie was sporting an Abe Lincoln beard at the time, and uh, he would send us uh, cards, postcards to uh, Winslow, Arizona, different spots in the U.S. And Casey and I went out west to L.A. and then worked our way uh, through to Texas because uh, Bobby was uh, going to school down there. And uh, so the University of Texas was just, just spectacular. I hadn't seen a campus, you know, uh, like this in my life. And they had a freshman field there that had had artificial turf on it. And, uh, and you were just allowed to play and whatever you wanted to do down this freshman field. And so Bobby had a baseball glove and Casey and I had lacrosse sticks. And uh, we would just fool around, you know, throwing the lacrosse ball to Bobby. You know, he was he bragged about trying out for the texas baseball team you know as, as well as golfing but that was you know those are his sports but anyway uh so we we uh we just started throwing the ball at the freshman field uh every day or you know when we would go down there uh, with the lacrosse sticks and the and the and the baseball glove and then we just did a you know uh one guy was a quarterback uh we, we rotated around one guy was a defender one guy was the receiver and we would end up just you know uh going up and down the field um, you know, uh, doing football patterns, throwing with a lacrosse stick or, or your arm and, and catching with a ball or a lacrosse stick and just playing against each other. And that's the, the beginning of LaBear. And then we brought it back up here because uh, we, we developed it in the fall. And then we, during the winter, like Pete says, we played LaBear before we played Dom Day. And we played that winter um, and uh, introduced the game to the rest of the guys. And everybody jumped all over it and played it for but- six or seven or eight years straight. I forgot all about that. Al. that's a classic. Yeah. 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 That's, that's where we developed the yeah. bear yeah. and we brought it back and, uh, and it just took off. Everybody loved it. And Great game. we played, we played, uh, you know, on the coldest day or tried to be the coldest day, which was boxing day when it used to be cold on boxing day. So, <laughs> but yeah, we, we played, uh, we played it and, and, and enjoyed doing it. And with the more guys, it was, it would, it developed real easy, you know? So, Oh, well, That's I the learned, origins of the bear. I learned something there. I didn't realize bear had two sports. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I didn't, didn't realize you had a sport. Dave, Dave, that was the best line I'd ever heard in my hockey life <laughs> when uh, Woodsy lost the skate. And without a blink of an eye, you just turned and said, Woodsy, Bobby. don't worry about it. Bobby, what size are you? Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, that's a classic. I fell apart. <laughs> and Bobby actually looked scared. He thought he was oh, yeah. going to be able to play. Skates. <laughs> I got to give it to Babe or I got to give it to Lindsay. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, yeah. And Gordy, what about you? Uh, any memories that you feel we missed that you want to bring up and share with us? Uh, memories. No, th- every year there's just a ton of them. So you can't really bring one out. Uh in defense of Al and his, and his cheapness, um, I'll say, okay, does anybody know the true definition of cheap? Okay, uh, I'll take that as a no. I think, I think you might. <laughs> fair, fair enough. It's a man who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. And I don't yeah. think Al and I hit that because neither one, neither one of us knows what the price of anything is. That's true. That's never fucking, you've never paid for philosopher, philosopher Gordy to close. Oh, my God. Thank <laughs> that one. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, we'll cut that. And Gordy, you want to try again? <laughs> How many no. cigarettes did you bum off people through your life, Gordy? Just maybe 5,000? Maybe. 7, Between 000. seven and that. Yeah. 
No, right. that's hilarious. I will say though, in defense of these guys with with the cheapness, they are usually the uh, first two to to pay their registration for Dom Day, but it normally <laughs> comes from their kids. So, uh, <laughs> so it's it comes from the Lampton hockey game trust fund. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I made an extra thirty grand that day. It's lasted me for the last interest. seven or thirty years. Yeah. That's hilarious, guys. So one one last question, guys, for you, or before we kind of get into some final thoughts, just kind of as we talk about the future and, and where we are as we kind of go back to Dom Day 43, hopefully in Labor Day. And, and Al, I'll start with you. Um, obviously, Ian has become a huge part of Dom Day. Um, you know, definitely one of the first guys who started coaching a team similar to you kind of following in your footsteps. I remember um, this year when, or last year, when we originally started to um, bring back Dom Day, he said, you know, and he had lost his team in a previous iteration. He said, I want, you know, to bring back the high flyers. And he said, you know, my dad lost a bunch of teams. As long as I lose it one less time than him, I've won. Um, <laughs> so what is, what is that for you knowing how big of a part of the tournament Ian has become and, and not only just a part of the tournament, but you know, one of the guys, when you talk about a legacy, he's already got one championship as a coach and three final appearances along with four Dom day titles. What's that mean for you? It's just uh, like uh, just looking at you and, and all the young guys, Dizzy and, and Ian, it's just a source of pride. And, and I know uh, we all feel that way. The fathers uh, to see their sons uh, successful in this tournament and actually buy into it the way we um, uh, wanted it to, to develop. And Ian, yeah, he's, he's like you and, uh, and Dizzy and all the other young guys. Uh, he just loves the game. He, he loves the, the whole camaraderie, the, the, the rag and the whole bit he's bought in and uh, um, it's just a source of pride for me. And I, as I know it is for all the, all the dads out there that have sons that are involved because uh, um, you cherish these, these moments that you can spend with your family. And, and that's why I think um, we've been missing it so much is because of this family that we have at Dom day. And, uh, and I think it's going to be wonderful to see everybody get back together again and, and, uh, see all the sons again and and can't and wait just just it's it's a source of pride that uh that uh, all the fathers that uh and, and and i can remember pete used to say this is going to end up being a father and son tournament and in as much as it it's it's become somewhat like that there's still um outside uh uh influence involved but it's just for me uh, to see all these sons uh, coming into play, and and, and I and I, I mean it. I just I just look at every son out there, and I just am filled with so much pride. Awesome, uh, the, and the, and Gordy, similar question for you. Obviously, Spencer was a part of that uh, ill-fated Grays team, as well as Dizzy Patterson that went, <laughs> that went over over that first year. But you know, after that, uh, he's had a lot of luck since. Uh, he's got four Dom Day championships. We were talking on the last episode about how you and him are combined for the most Dom Day championships between father and son who played in Dom Day 42. So a lot of success on the field. But I, I got to say, you know, Spencer's another guy who I can't name many guys who love the tournament more than Spencer McCray and is somebody who I think in a couple of years would be a great coach in, in this tournament. So here, um, here. What would be what would be um, your thoughts, I guess, kind of as seeing him going from one of the youngest rookies in probably Dom Day history? I think Evan might have edged him out, um, but to be becoming a guy who's, you know, climbing up that that title and, and become the title list and then also as well becoming such a big part of the tournament. Well, like a lot of things in life, if uh, you haven't walked in the valley, you can't hit the peaks. 
So I had to take them into that valley and show them the depths of hell <laughs> so that they could see that winning was really good. And uh, it, it did. It paid off. Uh, <laughs> I you, like Al said, it's uh, I look at those guys, the youngins, and they're just uh, you couldn't be prouder. You. Uh, they're like family and they're like all the nephews and the ladies of the nieces are fantastic. Uh, just beautiful people. And I guess you got to basically hand it to uh, our parents of all the Dom Dares that they turned us out and now it's just carrying on. Gorp, are you going to combine the two stories of cheap in the Valley? <laughs> <laughs> I could, if you give me time. <laughs> Uh, he, is a, he is a good storyteller. Uh, Fantastic. McCrays were, McCrays were the only family that went to the store looking for pants without pockets. <laughs> oh my shorts! I know where to put my money. That's right. You got money? <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Gordy, I'm going to give you a chance to give us some final thoughts and final words before we wrap it up. Um, I'm hoping that uh, we get vaccinated quick enough uh, and get to play some hockey before Dom day. Is that, is, I hope that's a doable thing. Um, I just can't wait. I'm, uh, I'm biting at the bit to get back into that and see you guys and uh, swing a bat and shoot a puck and awesome. uh, swing the, for the, for the base or the golf's coming up next week. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and, and Gordy, would, would there be an official challenge to, to Huffy and, and to Casey Patterson that they've got a long way, way to go if they want to be the 50-year uh, the man or the 60-year man? Do you think you're going to continue in the running for that one? That doesn't even enter my mind. Yeah. As Not long as you can go? As oh, long yeah. as you can go. I can't see. If, if I get drafted, I'll play. <laughs> that's a, that's a concern i have that. i may not get drafted <laughs> that'll be a first hey al that'll be a I, first day eh? i have a concern we've decided not to draft you this year al <laughs> <laughs> we had a choice between you and tex and, and we, chose and we tex. took tex <laughs> al i'll give you a chance for some final words uh no i just uh, again uh thanks for inviting me i i really enjoyed the the session here um it's uh it's great talking with you guys and uh and uh, you guess this is all just getting me juiced up for uh, our weekend in september so hopefully awesome. uh all, all goes well and we're we're back on the pitch and we're back you know uh sharing beers fantastic babe final thoughts before we wrap it up well, I mean, there's lots of great thoughts of, you know, both Gorp and I sort of came in on the backs of our brothers, you know, Al yeah. and, and Case. And, uh, you know, Al used to come over to our place quite a bit and <laughs> Case and, you know, a bunch of the guys and they always go, hey, you know what, we want some McDonald's. Case would go, well, I'll get Babe to go over and get some. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Babe so I take everybody's order and, you know, come to Al. And he goes, I'll have a cheeseburger with nothing on it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, I mean, a quarter cheese plain. Yeah, quarter cheese plain. So you go in there, you order everything, and then you go and you figure, well, if you're not putting anything on the cheeseburger, it should be pretty easy. Yeah. It'd be like fucking 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> and I go, fuck Al. 
and he'd always shortchange me like by two cents. Oh, because oh, no. like, here, the, the here we go. The cheese was like 57 cents. I get listen, 50, I gave 50. you a deal on a car. Okay, oh, yeah, oh my I god, did oh, on a you did. Car. Was a great car. all right, a deal a on a car. <laughs> your, your mother hated me for, for years after that. You yeah, sold him a, that that's car. A beauty. Yeah, you the, bad person. <laughs> the Vega van. That's it. <laughs> the Sears. The Sears, the Sears uh, repair truck. Yeah, that's it. Piss yellow. That was a great vehicle. Uh, great vehicle. Uh, Thank you for uh, that, Al. You're very welcome, baby. You, you put a lovely bumper on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the stereo was worth more than the car. Oh, it was. It was a. <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay final thoughts uh i've had i've had some phenomenal times with with both of these idiots uh between lake placid and, and other road trips and uh they are both extremely funny and quality guys and uh i've you know obviously met them through dom they wouldn't have known them otherwise and uh, we have had some classic times together and i look forward to to many more and i'm sure we i will. had i had two drinks in my hand in lake placid one time in the hotel and just <laughs> minding my own business and i was just walking through this door and i get blindsided by this hulk and he just levels me and i look and it's fucking cocaine my <laughs> drinks are all over the floor gone two beautiful ryan diet cokes and this guy hammers me out of the blue and just standing over me laughing at me and my <laughs> just look at him cocaine what the fuck was that and i remember just, the storm hey, al the storm of the century when we oh, pushed you and chevy else? into that snowbank and you yeah. guys thought you were going to actually die because yeah. it was so cold oh yeah no it's uh donnie and i had a run-in with Huda that night too and he shoved yeah. us in the snowbank. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they're great. Justin, they're Bowie and Feuda. Guys, just make sure when you show up at golf next week that you remember that shit costs money. Don't worry. You, you, you got <laughs> it. Don't boys did. You've isolated, you've isolated us in our own foursome, Cote, so you don't have to worry about us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, a, that's comedy in itself. <laughs> but it's the best foursome out there. Let me tell you, I don't laugh as much as I do on that foursome. <laughs> that's a great time. That's a great day. Yeah. Donnie, final words. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, these these two guys are a treat. So, you know, I we go way back. Like, so Al and I, and nobody probably knows this, but we met in, at West Humber, but we met uh, because our mothers worked together. Yeah, right? Hope, so, Hopedale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Mo, Mo and Franny worked at Hopedale Drugs at the Albion Mall. And then the both of them, I don't know, somehow found out that both of us were going to West Humber and both of us were in the same grade. So I forget how we introduced each other, but that's how we met, you know? Yep. And then as it turned out, you know, we became lifelong buddies and, and worked our way through high school together, yep. uh, having tons of fun and, uh, and then uh, all these other shenanigans and that. So, and then Gordy, you know, I met Gordy obviously through Al and stuff and uh, um, but yeah, just, just tons of uh, tons of good times and laughter and just the hijinks is just, it's just unbelievable. So true. It's so when you true. think think of it, you know. Yeah. And uh, so you know, I, I miss these guys, and I can't wait to hug them and uh, give them a bear hug and hoist a hoist a drink and a fireball or a peach schnapps or a whatever, whatever. the heck else would just Justin. I, I I have to say something because I used to I watched Donnie at work. Um, I I'd go over to his house, um, and we would uh, put together stuff, um, and he would be on the typewriter and and. It was just to watch him um, come up with ideas. And then, you know, I would throw something in or something like that. So the early days, um, I got to the privilege of, of being in on some of the early um, writings of Donnie and listening to how he um, put together the, 
the grand the program and the, and all that kind of stuff. So it was a real treat for me. Uh, we, uh, we would do all kinds of nonsense in Donnie's basement, uh, writing stuff up. And, uh, and we used to choreograph, uh, we used to go to big Al and the Scannons every Christmas Eve and, and do a, a song and dance. Yeah. And, uh, and so Donnie and I would spend the week before or a couple of days before putting together a song and dance routine, uh, for these, uh, uh, um, having colors at big Al's house on Christmas Eve. And it got so, so, uh important for those people that uh that uh, we had to do it every year it started off with casey me and donnie uh putting a show together and then donnie and i just kept it going for another a few more years until we finally just you know it just uh, they just caught up with us and uh and uh, in our lives and we stopped doing it but uh, i remember uh mama niskanen was very very angry the the, the night we stopped doing it and she had prepared and a, a big just spread for everybody and so forth. And, <laughs> and then we weren't there, but uh, we were there for, you know, seven, eight years doing these little uh, song and dance routines. Galliagra's girls, you know, was one of them. Yeah. Those were magical times for me in Donnie's basement uh, being creative uh, uh, and just watching him, you know, create stuff was, uh, was truly, uh, truly a time well spent for me. Anyway. But I, I mean, all these things, like when you guys were all of a sudden, we're talking about the blue Vega. And I remember, remember the night we were roaring around in the blue Vega. Oh, you kicked the window I, out. I was in the back, <laughs> the panel. Yeah. which the there panel was no seats. Around. There was yeah. no seats, right? No. So I was in the back rolling around. And every time you went around a corner, <laughs> my big body slammed against the side, the side panel and popped and it, it out. Popped it out. <laughs> and then, I babe, forgot you to know, tell babe, that when I sold it to him, yeah, no. and then, I put windows in, yeah. <laughs> and, and then we'll tell. I think we'll tell another story later on. But Al and I have a great story with Feud on a trip to Windsor. That is oh, all, yeah. all, all yeah, time classic. Yeah, that is know, a classic. So, but I think we'll save that for when we get Feud on. But we tremendous yep. times with these guys. The Montreal trip, Lake Placid. We got a million stories. And oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just a hoot and a half, like, you know, literally, you know, as we talked about before, the older we got, the less time we spent together. And so you just sort of cherish these moments. And then when you got together, you were so revved up and you were so ready to go. Like it was just like green light. Right. And just yeah. And then you were exhausted at the end of the weekend or the, or the day or whatever. Watching Sid coming out of the bathroom at the Lake Placid oh, Arena with an eight-foot roll of toilet paper hanging out his ass. You know, so. <laughs> starts yeah, starts this whole thing off. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're going to do Sid week. If you could ever get Sid on, you could do a week with him. But anyways, Justin, just two two absolute legendary characters in Dom Day, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they're a huge part of the history of it. I mean, these guys, yeah, just awesome. No, that's fantastic. And and I know, uh, you know, I'll mention that, you know, the, the Dom Day Golf is, is coming up and, and going through foursomes right now. And, and one of the biggest treats in the Dom Day Golf is being the group that gets to golf behind the, the McRae foursome. <laughs> and, and I remember one of my first years organizing the Dom Day Golf, we're whipping around the corner up to the tee block and Gordy McRae is up at the tee. And his club goes further than his ball. <laughs> and the five sum is just, four sum at that time is just howling. So whoever wins that draw of golfing behind Gordy McRae and, and Alan and the, and the boys and Holly uh, know that is one of the hottest seats in, in the tournament. So uh, we think highly of you guys uh, as somebody who's done it a few times. It's always a blast. 
Um, yeah. But guys, looking forward to having this uh, having this group back together, getting some laughs together. Um, you know, can't wait to see Gordy McRae on the dance floor to, to Mr. Brightside like he does every year. Um, <laughs> so, guys, thanks for coming on. Uh, can't wait to have a few few uh, drinks with you guys uh, on June 25th, and hopefully we're back at the field. Uh, you know, um, over Labor Day, maybe a high flyers versus a snappers game to kick it off. That'd be fantastic. Woo! So, can't wait. Can't, Thanks can't for wait coming to buy you tonight. two a drink yeah. <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Let me go to McDonald's for you, Colin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like a quarter pounder with cheese. Wayne. <laughs> <Please. laughs>